hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, it's Monday morning after a busy weekend, a good workout yesterday, and, uh, you know, I was trying to think this morning as I'm having my cup of coffee, watching the morning news, you know, what, what should I do my podcast on? I'm going to continue the book series, you know, the, the books that changed Dr. Clary's life. We will, we will definitely go through more of those, but I'm going to pop those in occasionally and mix it up. I didn't want to have a whole flurry back and forth. But I thought I would cover something that, you know, I've talked about with my wife and friends um, here and there. And, uh, you know, it, it's not going to uh, sound too politically correct it may seem sound mean-spirited, but, you know, let's just use your own personal experience to the listeners. You ever go to the grocery store or, um, you know, the convenience store, Walmart, the big box stores, Target, or say you're on Facebook or you go to a high school reunion and you haven't seen certain friends or fellow students from high school, middle school, college for many years. They were acquaintances or they're actually close friends. And, you know, you kind of fall apart. That's what happens in life. And, you know, it's not that nothing broke up the friendship. You just, you know, moved apart. And then you run into them and you can hardly recognize them. Um, Either because they aged so bad or, you know, they had a different hairdo or something like that. And your brain just didn't click it in. But have you ever noticed that some people age very well meaning you know they look the same at age 25 35 45 and almost 50 and other people when they hit you know their 30s 40s and 50s something goes on now i have usually attributed that to a hard lifestyle um hard drinking hard partying um drug use whether that's recreational drugs or pharmaceuticals from the doctor uh, it, it really, you know, you can tell those who, you know, really didn't get up in the morning and thought about taking care of themselves for years. But then, you know, I was looking into some of the research on aging and some of it's not, some of it's genetic. Um, there's ways now that you can, you know, spit in a cup and they, uh, or you can get some blood work and they measure your telomeres and that's your genetic your genetic um, aging. And what that is, is the ends of some of your chromosomes and how many times they're going to convert over. And you may be 40, but your but your real genetic age, your telomere age, may be 60. In other words, you know, you better start taking care of yourself. So I remember a study coming out just over a year ago. And with all the COVID, halibu, the pandemic, it got a little airplay, January 2020. The study came, in, came out in what? Nature medicine, natural medicine, nature medicine. And it was called personal aging. It's called, again, personal aging markers and ageotypes. That's a new word for me. A-G-E-O-T-Y-P-E-S, ageotypes revealed by long deep longitudinal profiling deep longitudinal profiling big 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 uh, title there but i remember when that came out because it was in the news you can google it it'll be an nbc um cbs cnn i'm sure covered it fox news um these ageotypes they 
basically discovered or classified four ageotypes, how we um, age. And these age types, it's like a big, you know, four circle Venn diagram. There's a lot of interrelation and overlap. But they did mark that there's four distinct ways most people age. And I've noticed that being in healthcare since the 1980s, that there are different ways people age. And it's just not hard lifestyle, or at least the hard lifestyles or poor lifestyle choices um, will accelerate many of these things. Um, I'll give you I'll give you one example that really got me um, the other day. And I'm 53, and I probably still look the same, you know, except for more gray hair, and I'm chubbier. But I've been this big before in my 20s and 30s. But uh, you know, I've uh, I've noticed that a lot of my friends on Facebook, people I graduated with in high school. I mean, they're they're not aging. Now, I don't want to say I'm aging well, but if I look at my face and what I when I do, I'm like I've noticed the difference. I've attributed that personally to you know just taking some vitamins every morning, having a little more protein, a little more water in my diet. Um, vitamin E is my big one, and I've also attributed to I got young kids. I started a little later in life, starting my family in my 30s. So I figured that, you know, even now we're still running around. Oh, take me to this cheer practice. Take me here. Take me there. We're going to go here. Can I do this? That, you know, even though they're teenagers and they don't need us as much, there's a lot of interaction. There's a lot of energy. And just being around young people tends to keep you young, tired and young. I don't have the energy I was in the 20s. And if anyone's listening to this and thinking about when to have kids, have them young. I had a lot more wisdom. <laughs> A lot more patience in my 30s when the three-year-old throws a spoonful of peas across the uh, table. Uh, you know, I definitely have more patience in my late 30s than I would have in my early 20s or middle 20s. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I just don't have the energy. I, wow. I just, I just remember being so tired. But, again, I was in my 30s. So I did some things to help with that energy. But... I've noticed, I, I've had a few patients, now I've been doing this a while, and sometimes I'll bring the patient back, I'll, I'll look at their, you know, their chief complaint, I'll look at the mechanism of injury, I'll look at some of their health stuff, and then I look at their list of drugs, and I bring them back, and then I ask them the same questions, and verify, and then I, you know, you start going down that, what we call, clinical uh, algorithm where okay where's it hurt what's it do how long has it been and you know you just get carried away I don't look where they're from sometimes I do small talk if they're from the area or whatever but sometimes if I'm busy I just want to get cut to the chase and get this person fixed and I remember I was working with a patient and as the patient left I'm like wow I remember I swear to God and I'm going to admit to this uh to this error here and it's not an error of malpractice it's just <laughs> an error of, you know, clinical findings. I started talking to this woman who had fallen many times about, you know, osteoporosis, um, osteopenia, that's uh, weak bones, because she had very gray hair, a lot of wrinkles, looked old. And I'm thinking, ah, she's 65 to 70 or she's 60. 60 at, at the... Uh, at the youngest, you know, and, you know, if she's going to slip and fall with this bad ankle or knee, we got to worry about, you know, this stuff. Let's go get a bone density test. You know, she had aches and pains all over. So I'm like, yeah, you know, that osteopenia and osteoporosis can give you that. Well, guess what? 
I, when we were entering it, I'd said, eh, I want to look at her age real quick. Her chronological age was like 49. I was flabbergasted. Now, I have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people, a lot of patients, a lot of humans that premature gray. But their face doesn't premature gray. They don't get increased wrinkles, bags. They don't, skin doesn't look dehydrated um, until they're aged. Even if someone who's, who's in the sun a lot, um, you know, and they tan, you know, six months out of the year, they don't get those wrinkles until they're 50, early 60s. I mean, you got to work hard at doing that. And that's when I said, wow, that, that person didn't age. Now, if I think about that patient, um, I would say, you know, she was more depressed, um, introverted, and really probably didn't take care of herself and really had no, like, as you say, zest for life. And you can tell the difference. People who have zest for life and people who don't and how they age. So I was really shocked. And then I said, okay, is that genetic or is that was that just her attitude? And of course, she came in with some family members, genetic, you know, close genetic relatives, and they all looked different and they were happy and sparky and didn't age as well. And I said, okay, mental health does play a role in aging or does it play a role in how you take care of yourself and if you're a certain um, aging type, ageotype as they call it, then that speeds it up. So what did this study from uh, Nature Medicine in January 2020 that we all missed because we we're all worried about COVID tell, tell us about aging? Well, there's four aging types, um, liver, metabolic, kidney, and immune. I'm going to do them again. Liver people, metabolic people, kidney people, and immune people. Metabolic's easy. Those are the people that are going to get um, type 2 diabetes, diabetes as an adult. It, somehow, you know, their pancreas, their metabolism starts breaking down. Liver people, that's people who are not filtering very well. Their enzymes they produce, they have trouble producing enzymes um, for getting processes done. And, you know, they're, they're toxic. Kidney, very similar, where, you know, the kidney's not filtering out as good. And then immune which is I see all the time, especially with this pandemic. We've been talking about the immune system for a good 13, 14 months now, heavily every week. And I see these people, they age. Now, who would age with anxiety, depression, fear more? Which type? We don't know yet. There's no studies there. I can make some, some educated guesses. But again, with these four ageotypes, you know, what do you want to do with this information? What are you going to do with the information that came from Nature Medicine, January 2020, the four ageotypes, if you guys want to Google it? You know, what does it really tell us about ourselves? Well, this, this tells you where your genetic challenges are. No one is a Superman when they're born. You get a little bit of mom, a little bit of dad, and then all their legacy, all their um, genetics from all their family. And say someone ages more liver or someone ages more immune. Those are the things you need to look at. So, for example, I see it all the time. Um, let's talk about plant-based diets and, and vegan diets. And I'm not going to attack them, but I'm saying you have to know if that's good for you. If you're an uh, ageotype where you probably shouldn't be plant-based, that's really important. Because I've seen people who are vegans and do yoga 
and you know they you would call them what do they call them crunchy and i know i have a lot of crunchy people listening to that wear it as a badge of honor please don't take it derogatory um they call them crunchy because they're always eating a lot of fiber and grains and stuff like that i think it's fantastic and some of those people and i would say almost the majority you know it's definitely over 51 percent of those who go on a plant-based diet do very well i also seen because I've treated and touched thousands of patients. That means I've interacted as a chiropractor with thousands of patients, talked to them, walked with them, done those things, right? So this is not just my guess or me getting on Google and becoming a keyboard expert, okay? That I've seen people who've gone from just the U.S. diet to a vegan diet, I've seen some of them get very sick. And they look frail, weak, haggard, they're, even though they say they're drinking a lot of water, their skin looks like they, they're dehydrated, bags under their eyes, they, uh, they don't look clear. I mean, you couldn't give them a, a geometry or history test right now. They'd struggle. Their brains are foggy. And then, of course, I see other people go on those diets and they become superman, superwomen, super people. Amazing. What does that mean? Well, that tells you about the genetic way we're all different. So this was one of the best studies I've seen, and it was just last year, showing how we're different and how we age. Now, if you asked anyone on the street, they say, of course, people age differently. But now we know what systems to concentrate on. So this would show you where your genetic weakness is. Unfortunately, there's really, they, they did so many tests to figure this out. There's really no test to say, you age this way, protect that. But I think people would have a more uh, a, a more practical way of looking at it. When you think liver, you're thinking digestion, right? You're thinking digestion. You know, so think about digestion, um, level of chron of fatigue, level of energy, kidneys. You're thinking about, you know, how often do you go to the bathroom? Can you drink lots of water? Is your urine usually clear? Um, you know, can you handle, you know, new foods or whatever? How well does that work for you? Metabolic people. These are people that, you know, thyroid, um, uh, thyroid things, you know, do, do they go on diets and, you know, drop 500 calories a day out of their diet and barely move the needle? You know, and this is the big thing for me, a lot, you know, and this, just take this as practical. There's, there's not much science behind it yet. It's getting there. I have people that really, well, they'll get enough protein um, and they'll go on a diet and they'll tell me, they'll swear they've dropped 500, 400, 1,000 calories a day out of their diet and the needle on the goddamn scale barely moves. And then I have people who, you know, oh, I just took out Coke. I was drinking two Cokes a day, took that out and they'll lose 10 pounds a month. Now, you know, they may be exercising and all that, but it just goes to show you there's different metabolisms. And their thyroid test, testing for how, or how well your thyroid hormone is affecting the metabolism of all your cells, that may be fine. And it may be in a range. So it just says genetically, this is where your weaknesses are. If you're one of those people that even though you eat clean, you struggle to lose weight, you may have, you know, a metabolic aging issue. And that's something to really think about, too, because then, then you think the immune. Are you one of those people that always gets a nitpicky cold? 
You know, is your nose always running? Do you have a lot of allergies? Remember, your immune system is what controls the allergies. Do you have an allergies to 25 things? Well, that's where you're going to age. Now, remember, your immune system also what? Checks for cancer and kills cancer. So I'm not saying just because you get, you're allergic to three different pollens and you have to take Allegra or antihistamine every day that you're going to get cancer. What the study said is start looking at that. Now, me being a real world guy on the feed, I'm not, I'm not going to wait for, you know, research 20 years from now to prove that, yeah, if you age through your immune system, you, you have a higher chance of cancer and that's where it means. I'm just going to work on that. You know, I get a lot of allergies. So, you know, guess what? I take zinc. I take lysine to, to booster my immune system. I take vitamins. I take water. I, I eat protein. When I'm feeling, you know, low, I, I take I take branched-chain amino acid tablets. I have them at the office. I have them around. And that bumps it up. Wow. Taking a little protein because your immune system is made out of protein. That helps me. Some people, it doesn't. Well, that's not how you age. That may not be a weakness. And then you have to look at, you know, your family history. You know, as everyone has diabetes, well, that may be where you age and metabolic. So you have to be careful with your carbohydrates. Um, liver. If there's liver disease or gallbladder disease, remember your liver produces, you know, your bile to help digest fats. If you have trouble digesting fats, you know, and, you know, that's that type of indigestion and you have constipation one minute and diarrhea the next. You may have a liver issue, you know, a liver aging issue. That may be your weakness. And so that's when you say, OK, change my diet. What can I do to help my liver? You know, wow, I used to like having that one or two beers a day. Maybe I can't have that because alcohol can tox it out if that's where your weakness is, because I don't want to age. I want to improve that kidney. How much water do you drink? I'll see patients come in and, you know, they said, oh, I had three glasses of water and two cups of coffee in the whole day, a 12, 13, 14 hour day. And that's it. They get most of their water at, you know, when they'll have two glasses with dinner and that's it. I'm like, you weigh 180 pounds. You weigh 200 pounds. Are you kidding me? How can you even function? And they look sick. Other people will be able to do that. And there's no issue. I'm just being honest. Other people, and that just shows where your genetic challenges are, your genetic weaknesses. So in this, so finishing up, there's four agiotypes, four aging types, liver, metabolic, kidney, and immune. This is new stuff. It came out January 2020, and everyone was distracted. Well, guess what? Let's start looking at this. Let's start talking about this, and maybe... When you can just sit back, get a notebook if you have to write things down. Figure out, you know, where you think your weaknesses are. The one thing I learned about this pandemic, and I know I'm always pounding it, is this is more pandemic of ignorance, lack of knowledge. Just not lack of knowledge of how your immune system works and biology works and how RNA viruses work and how coronaviruses work specifically, since we've had many around us most of the time, just to repeat, you know, a lot of times when you go, you have a runny nose and a dry, hacky cough and a little bit of a fever and you go into the doctor and they check you for influenza negative. They check you for strep negative, And he says or she says you got some virus. Well, that virus was a coronavirus, either OC43, NL63, 229E or HKU1. OK, 
that those those four coronaviruses cause 30% of all the upper upper respiratory infections in the world. Well, they just didn't put a label on it. Now you know you shouldn't have been scared. But if you're always getting these nitpicky coronaviruses or little RSV or rhinovirus, these colds, you know, you get hives, you may have an immune system issue. So that may be your aging thing. So I would work very hard at removing those things and strengthening those things. And, you know, I have plenty of podcasts to talk how to do that. There's plenty of information on the internet how to strengthen your immune system or your kidneys or your metabolism or your liver. A lot of it is like lifestyle changes, what you eat, how you sleep, you know, maybe vitamins and minerals and supplements you could take. And my question is, when do you start working on your aging? Well, you start working on your aging process now. Uh, you know, if you start it in your teens, you'd be well on your way. But I would say start now. I've been doing this long enough that I've seen people reverse aging, how their face looks, how fit they are, how they move. I've seen complete changes that are just striking and amazing. I've also seen people that have lost 100 pounds and working out all the time. They think they're fit and they've increased their aging. And the only way we can explain this is from the research that came out last year saying there's different aging types. So if you want to focus on anything, focus on that, that area for aging for your body that, you know, will affect you the most. What your weakness is, liver or metabolic or kidney or immune system. And by getting more specific, more detailed, you know, with your provider, find yourself a provider that can help you with this. It may not be a medical doctor. Um, they're not trained in this. Get yourself a naturopath, a, a functional chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a nutritionist would really help. Um, you to find someone on the cutting edge. There are functional MDs out there. Go to one of them if you can find them. You know, but find a provider that's looking for prevention and just not general prevention. You know, eat fruits and vegetables and protein. Get a lot of water. Get a lot of sleep. I would recommend that for everyone. But there are those those things you can do specifically to work on your four, you know, weaknesses. And one of them is going to be yours. Now, genetically, maybe you have two. So you got a lot of work ahead of you. Read the study that came out in Natural Medicine January 2020. It's online. There's a lot of stuff about the four ageotypes um, on the internet, news articles, and see if you really want to start working toward this. A lot of people say that, you know, what are the most important things in life? What are the most values? Family, love, money, you know, all these things, recognition, fame. Well, it's time and we all know it. You never get the time back. You can always get all the things I just described if you have enough time. We've all fallen down, divorces, businesses, problems, you know, bad relationships, whatever. Anything can be turned around if you have enough time. So maybe it's time that you start working on getting more time and reversing or slowing the aging process. Read the study where it talks about what type you are and start working on that. And this has been another fact podcast.